Welcome to the Portionality Podcast, a curiously sermonic podcast playground for adulting over 30. Because let's keep it real, life will keep lifing with swift transitions, but together we can honor the moments we are in and keep on living. I am your host, Portia Williams-Gates. Join me every Wednesday as we grow and live together. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Portionality Podcast. I am so excited for today's bonus episode. This is a bonus, bonus, bonus. It is indeed Resurrection Sunday. It is Easter Sunday. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Jesus got up. He is not there. The linens are folded. The tomb uh, is empty. The stone has been rolled away and the angel proclaimed (laughs) and told Mary, why are you weeping, sis? What's going on? Why are you crying? He who you are looking for is not here. So go forth and tell the disciples that Jesus is risen, that he has gotten up, that he is not here. And so she went off and ran to the disciples and said, come, he is risen. He is risen indeed. He's not there. I have gone to the tomb and he was not there. My God today. And so good morning, y'all. I am just filled with excitement. I'm filled with hope. I'm filled with joy um, of the good news that Jesus is risen. I am filled with news and filled with joy when I think about how Jesus was there and told her, huh, I am here. I am he. I am the one. And do not cling to me for it is not time for my ascension, but do tell my disciples that I am here, that I have arisen. And he gave her greetings. And so I say to you this morning with the first words recorded after the resurrection of Jesus, greetings, everyone, greetings on this morning. I also want to say we thank God for the women. As I think back over my life and I think back over how I've gotten to this point in life, and I'm so grateful for the women of the church. I'm so grateful for the women in my life. I'm so grateful for the women who continue to pour out good news, who continue to pour into people good news. And I often say, if you really want to celebrate the resurrection, if you really want to talk about celebrating Easter, I say, yo, put up a woman to preach on a, on a Sunday morning, okay? Not just every Sunday morning, but particularly on Resurrection Sunday. If you really want to be like that of the gospel, you go ahead and put up a woman to preach. And it really does make me sad about how many women Um, are not pastoring and how many women are not given the opportunity to pastor because I was looking uh, today for a church um, where I live I was looking for a church particularly a black church that was pastored by a woman in the Baptist tradition and I could not find one okay like a theologically sound one okay somebody and I could not find a single one. And it really made me sad because I thought about some of the women that I do know who are pastoring and they are either retired or they don't come out of um, my tradition of being a Baptist, which is cool, you know, um, and I'm open to other traditions, you know, because I have a very open mind. Um, I'm quite ecumenical um, in that regard and quite open, um, you know, and I have a mixed and fluid religious practice. Um 
but on Easter, <laughs> I do like to hear the gospel um, proclaimed. And I do love the story um, because it continues to ground me and bring me hope. Um, and so I do, I do personally, right? I do personally have a preference on Easter morning, on Resurrection Sunday morning. I do have a preference. And my new preference is that I would like to hear the gospel from that of a woman. And then the spirit was like, well, are you not a woman? And I said, you know, you know, I, I, I am a, you know, feminine presenting human being. Yes. So in that regard, you know, I woke up early on this Sunday morning to tell you all that Jesus is risen. And that, my beloved, is so much of a, a good word and good news. And it is enough. And my prayer is that no matter what you have been going through, because if we tell the truth about Good Friday, it is a very, very sad and lamenting day, right? It is a very sad day. You know, Holy Saturday is a quiet day of reflection. You know, the day that we think about Jesus, you know, literally has now died. And it's the day that the disciples are walking through the world without their friend, without their teacher, without their beloved one, right? So when we get to Sunday, and it could be a long time till Sunday, depending on where we are in our lives. But I'm telling you, this Sunday will come. I don't know how long it's going to be till Sunday comes, but Sunday will surely come. And even uh, I love how um, one of my really good friends in ministry has said, even in our daytime darkness, in our midday midnights, we can still rest assured in the hope that Jesus will rise, that the trouble won't last always, even as the trouble troubles us, you know, even as the death is real. And we must acknowledge that it was real, right? There is no sugarcoating it, right? There's no getting around the fact that Jesus was lynched, that Jesus was murdered, right? There's no getting around that, you know, we want to rush till Sunday. We want to rush to this day to have the hope of the resurrection without going through the actual grief and sitting in the grief and the terror that was Friday. But my God, when Sunday eventually comes, it feels that much sweeter because you know all that you've had to triumph through. And Sunday may not be the Sunday that you have imagined it may not come like you think it will, but it will come. And that is the and that is worth holding on for. That is worth hoping for. That is worth believing in. To know that Jesus made us a promise and that we live in the hope of that promise. And that does not mean that greater uh, days aren't ahead. That does not mean that darker days are not ahead. That doesn't mean challenging days are not ahead. That does not mean more hopeful days are not ahead. It means that we live in the tension of both and. It means we live in the tension of both terror and hope it means we live in both and it is both and beloved we live in dark days and we also live in uh, bright bright nights they can be both it can be both the days can be dark and the nights can be bright it can be both it can be both and the sit in both 
and to tell the truth about both is what we must do. And that is the truth of resurrection is that early before the sun came up, there was a hope in the darkness. There was a hope in the midnight. There was a hope before the breaking of the dawn. And so we must continue to hold on to hope even in the darkest days, in the darkest nights, in the brightest of days, okay? Because walking the light a whole lot and, and too much, it could actually blind you. So there's that too. But I say, oh, wow, walking in the light too much and walking in the light too brightly can actually blind us. And therefore we do not see and we are unable to see some, that's, a, that's, that's for somebody, my God, today, uh, woo, my, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and leave that one alone because that's a whole nother situation for a whole nother day. Uh, when we walk too much into the light that we are now blinded by light, um, especially if that light does not originate from that of Christ or if that light of Christ has been manipulated and co-opted by something called white supremacy and white nationalist Christianity. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day when people use the light to blind people and continue to oppress people by not allowing them the opportunity to see what is in their natural surroundings, what is around them, right? It's, it's good to see the light, but we are not to blind people with the light, right? We're not to oppress people and make more uh, op oppressed people by blinding people with the light. Oh my God, has the light been co-opted? Has the light been used to manipulate and to turn people away? That is not what this day is. This day is about seeing the light, but not being blinded by the light. Wow, my God. So I pray that you all continue to walk in victory. I pray that you will continue to be where you are, how you feel in this day. We are, it is so rich and nuanced and there are so many layers to the Christian faith and the Christian uh, path. There is so many things and it is much broader than we um, sometimes allow it to be. And so I'm grateful um, for a Jesus who reminds us that life is so much bigger, you know, whether or not Jesus is death on the cross was salvific is, um, you know, something that people can continue to debate if they want, you know. Um, but one thing that I don't like to debate is whether or not he got up, whether or not he died for our sins or not is a whole nother situation. But I do believe that he indeed got up and was risen because resurrection is a real thing, y'all. So I don't know what you need to resurrect on today, whether it's your hopes, whether it's your dreams, whether there's some things that you let die, things that have been taken, things that, that you need to reclaim. Um, I pray that you would reclaim those things, that you would have them and hold them and that God will continue to restore and that you would rest in this day knowing that God is a restorer. So that's all I have today on this Resurrection Sunday. Um, continue to give the mic to women. Continue to allow women to proclaim the good news and take some time out to think about how women in your life, how the women in your life have been a blessing and how they have uh, continued to cultivate, curate and stretch your faith in ways that um, 
that are beyond your imagination and continue to give thanks. So, yeah, thank God for Sister So-and-So and and the mothers of the church and those who continue to ground us and continue to stretch our faith. And that's all I have. Blessings to you all on this Resurrection and Easter Sunday. Take good care. Until next time.